So since a lot of y'all didn't want to read a long post, I just figured I'd try to do a video and tell y'all how I almost got arrested in St. Lucia. Okay. I had a ferry to catch this morning at 7 o'clock a.m. to get back to Martinique because I have a return flight tomorrow, Tuesday, to come home, right? And when I bought the ferry ticket in Martinique, the woman in Martinique told me to be at the St. Lucia ferry by no later than 6.30 a.m. to check in. Okay, I get there today at 6.32. 6.32. There's about... 20 to 25 people waiting to board the ferry that already checked in i'm like okay cool i still got some time i go to check in the lady says no i can't check you in you missed the cutoff by two minutes mind you because i just went through this process two days ago coming out here all she has to do is just stamp the ticket and take my um tax fee that's like 15 us dollars to leave saint lucia all that's all that's all she had to do she didn't want to do it so i was explaining to her listen i have a return flight tomorrow from martinique i really need to get off of this island can you please just do me a favor she goes oh the next ferry isn't until wednesday i'm like wednesday that's not gonna work i have a return flight tomorrow on tuesday like i need to get home i have to get back to work she starts giving me an attitude saying um sorry i can't help you so i'm saying miss there's 20 people waiting here. Like, the boat's not even ready to leave. I can understand if there was nobody here and the doors was closed already, but there's still time. She's just like, no, I can't help you. So now I'm getting annoyed because I know that she can do it. She just doesn't want to. She just doesn't feel like it. So I see now that she is smiling. Like, she thinks this is funny. So that's when I got really pissed off. And I'm like... So you think this is funny? Like, you think it's cool to try to ruin somebody's vacation after I told you that I need to get off of this island and get back home tomorrow? Like, what's your problem? Now, the crowd is quiet. The two cops that are watching are quiet because they know that what she's doing is not right. So now I'm going off of her and I'm saying, listen, it's people like you that's the reason why the black community is so divided. A Jew would have helped another Jew. An Asian would have helped another Asian. Only with us is there this type of division where we find joy in trying to hold people back and put each other down. All you have to do is just let me through. There's nothing that's going to hold you back from letting me get on this ferry. Now she's not saying nothing. And I said, do you think you're better than me? Are you that loyal to your conqueror? You think that you're superior to me? Ask your conqueror because they think that we're all the same, sweetheart. Now she's pissed off. And she walks away and she tries to slam the door in my face. That's when I went, mm -mm, don't slam the door in my face. I push the door open on her. And next thing I know, both cops come and grab me. They tell me if I don't calm down, they're going to arrest me. They're going to take me to jail. You can't put your hands on anybody that works here. Blah, 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 blah. So then I came to my senses and I'm like, okay, what am I doing? Uh, I cannot go to jail in St. Lucia because I have to get home tomorrow and I have to work on Wednesday. After it was all said and done, even the cops were saying that they would understand why she was doing what she was doing. Like she could have just let me through. They don't know why she was acting like that. So that's how I knew that it was like a personal thing from the minute she saw me that she just didn't want to let me on. So now I'm still in St. Lucia. I found a couple who rented a boat for two weeks and they're trying to get back to Martinique too and they hired a captain to drive it. So now I'm gonna tag along with them. That's the story, how I almost went to jail in St. Lucia. Hope you enjoyed it. I gotta get back home tomorrow. Bye guys. Yeah, <clears throat> it is the Blueprint Live. Y'all don't see us. We are coming. Oh, okay. Give us a second. <laughs> it's like a delay. But what's up y'all? I just listened to that and got mad all over again. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Because you know, you think about you think about all that we go through. Hold on, it's a little delay. Think about all that we go through. And for you to go through something like that in 2018. Yeah. Is kind of disheartening. But it's the blueprint live. I go by the name of Derek. Derek D-E-E -E on Facebook. 
every Wednesday at 8.30, you could catch us here. And it's the humble snob, Miss Walker. That is my story, how I almost went to jail two weeks ago. So this is all still fresh in my mind. So I'm glad that we're able to talk about it while I still can recall everything just like it was yesterday. So this should be an interesting conversation. Yeah. Every Wednesday at 8.30 here on Facebook Live is the Blueprint Live. Also, check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud to catch up on all past episodes. So Dev went away. She got in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> she ended up getting sick out there. That's why we didn't have a show last week. Yes. So it now we got to catch up. She, we got to help her get her life together. But we got a lot, of talk, lot to talk about because today's show is about unity. Specifically, unity in the minority in, in minority communities, and most importantly for us in the black community. I think that is something that we don't talk about enough on a serious level, and I think it's something that we downplay a little bit. So we got a lot to talk about. Joining with us, share the video, so on and so forth. You know the routine. Mm-hmm. Set us off, Dev. All right. So before we get before we dive into that video and why this woman did what she did in 2018 do you feel like we are more united or we are more divided than ever as a people um we're more united i think so too i think we are more united i think that i think that Black unity, black and Hispanic unity is downplayed and underplayed. I think that because of social media and jokes and probably certain representation in music and in media, Mm -hmm. it would make you think that we're not divided. But in person, I feel the love all the time. I think so, too. And I feel like even on social media, you know, with, you know, Black Panther coming out next two weeks. Black Panther comes out in two weeks? Next Friday. Yeah. So that's all I've been seeing. And everybody just seems really excited. Everybody's going to all these events. Everybody's getting these outfits. Like everybody is ready to go and see this movie. Yeah. And it's dope. And, you know, I, I see a lot of our people, you know, starting businesses. A lot of us are doing more research to support our businesses, like I know yep. I have been going out of my way to try to buy as much black owned things as possible. Yeah. And I have been trying to um, visit more places that actually have more black people. Me Hence too. why I went to St. Louis. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. So I think that we're more united. So why? I, I think we're more united. So why is it that I'm always seeing Black people always want to pull each other down. Black people can't get along. Black people aren't united. Black people yeah. this, black people that. I don't know where that's coming from because I'm never pushing that. Yeah, we we magnify the negativity and mm-hmm. we kind of downplay the positivity. So I feel like I do see more of negativity uh-huh. on the Internet. Right. But when I'm outside and just with, you know, friends, family, people that I know. I see a lot of positive things. I really do. Why Why it's not making it to the internet, I don't know. But I feel like we need to start finding the positives and start putting them out there more. I agree. As opposed to constantly talking about where we go wrong and, you know, what we need to do better and, and, and those type of things. Yeah. So, there are some bad apples who... Um, make it worse for us, mm-hmm. just like the story I told in the video. So, and this is not an attack on West Indians because I feel mm. like African Americans do this to them too. You know, if you have groups of people from Africa, whether they be uh, Nigerian or or something like that, sometimes you'll get it from them. But then again, one of my closest friends is Nigerian, and uh-huh. there's no there's no different dynamic between us you know her her family treats me like i'm their family right so it's just bad apples everywhere and i feel like it's common between us and that's what was like bothering me because i don't see jamaican trinidadian dominican nigerian i see black 
Yeah. I see black people. I, see I mean, yeah, I mean, I know that they come from different countries. I know it's a different way of life. I get it. But I don't label them like that. When I see them, when I saw that lady at the ferry, I saw another black person who uh-huh. looked like me, who was just a shade darker than me, who had hair as kinky as mine. Like, I saw another black person. So what you getting at? In her I saw another black person and she saw American. Why do you think that is? Because we have a president who's calling her country shitholes. And they probably think that I feel the same way. It was before him, though. It was before him. Where there was a divide between black Americans and black people from other nations. Yeah. It's almost like... At least this is the vibe that I get sometimes. It's either we're the lost and forgotten and we need to find our way home mm-hmm. or we're like the bastards. We're the bastard children of the of the black people. Yeah. To where um you know they look down on us. Mm-hmm. And that may not always be the case, but I feel like that that's it happens enough that we need to make it a topic. It does. Because I hear a lot of you know, West Indian people look down on black Americans or African people look down on, on Americans. But then I also hear West Indians and Africans say the same thing about us. They do. Yeah. We all going at each other. So yeah. this is not just about West Indians. Yeah, yeah. I have West Indian friends and they are nothing like what I experienced over there. Right. And even while I was there, there was other, you know, St. Lucian locals who were so nice to me, who yeah. was actually trying to go out of their way to help people. Like they were contacting their friends who own boats and who drive ferries to help me get back to where I needed to go. Yeah. So this is not to, you know, separate them, but there's one of her. So that means she's one of many. Right. So there definitely is a division. Why? So, yeah. How did we get here? I don't know. <laughs> and I don't want to make it about, you know, um, Willie Lynch and, you know, Stockholm Syndrome. Even though I feel like that's a part of the issue. I, I think it's a form of tribalism. You think so? I think so. I think it's, it's, it's like we have ours. This yeah. is ours. And why don't you have yours? You need to go get yours. Well, I had a, I was having a private conversation with a friend of mine who's um, Guyanese, uh-huh. and she was saying that she doesn't necessarily think that this is um, about different groups of black people. She thinks it's more of a nationalism thing. So she feels like Americans are more likely to stick to Americans and, you know, West Indians are more likely to stick to West Indians, Jamaicans uh-huh. more to Jamaicans. So she thinks it's more of a nationalism thing, which is Kind of a valid point. I get it. That's what I think. But it's still ignorant. I think so. Because I don't see that. Like, I, I acknowledge it, but I don't treat them any differently. I don't. I, I'm in this space now where I understand that we're all the same. We mm-hmm. just live in different locations. Yeah, and, and maybe we were raised differently and around different cultures and all that, different ways of life. I get it. But I feel like I don't really see any difference. When I look at them, I see black. When a white person looks at them, they don't see St. Lucian. They don't no. see Nigerian. They no. see nigger. Mm. That's, so what they, they, that's what they, they see. They see race first. Exactly. Race is before nationality. They see black. So why don't they? Y'all got answers for me <laughs> on the live stream? I don't have answers because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I'm in this, I'm American and I don't, I I don't think that way. So I don't Mm -hmm. even know what it's like to think that way. If there are any West Indians on the live stream, do you feel like you know people or you've seen people treat non-West Indians differently, like in an inferior way or in like a competitive way or something like that? Because I highlighted that a Jew would have helped another Jew. Uh-huh. And it's not to say that I think that the Jews are a better group of people mm-hmm. because they got their own shit 
that they need to fix. You know, uh-huh. you got the Orthodox Jews. No, you got the Hasidic Jews that look down on the Orthodox Jews. Mm-hmm. But from a business standpoint, a Jew will always help another Jew. That's a fact. Always. Especially when there's money involved, when there's business involved, a Jew is always going to help another Jew. And I feel like when it comes to us, yeah, we're getting better. But when it comes to supporting from a business standpoint, we don't have the support that they have. We don't have the unity that they have from a business standpoint. I don't think we do. We don't. A Jew would have helped. A Jew would have let another Jew get on that boat two minutes late. I also think that you ran into a bad apple because a black person should have let you on. If we if we want to play if we want to play it by race. She should have let you on. I would have let another black person especially, on. Like, especially knowing that you're not from the country. And yeah. knowing what the cycle is like and things like that. I would have let you and on. And if I'm telling you that I need to get here so I can catch my flight home. And you know that I need to get off this island now. So you think that she didn't let you on because you were black and because you were American? Because Do you think I if you were St. Lucian? That if she I was St. Lucian and two minutes late, she was letting me on that ferry. Did she let anyone, anyone else on after you? Do you know? There was... Nobody else. It was it was me and it was three other American girls. Black girls. And so she ain't let none of us on. Wow. She ain't let none of us on. We all got to the ferry at around the same time. And you think that's because you're black? Not because I'm black, but because I'm American. Because, because you're American, yeah. Because if I was St. Lucian and late, she would have let me on. For sure. And there were some people who tried to make it about... Oh, you should have been on time. Mm-hmm. Stop. Because this is deeper than time. Mm-hmm. This is a real issue. She was smiling. Like yeah. she was happy to hold me back and to right. know that I possibly wasn't going to make it home. Right. So this wasn't about, at least in my opinion, being two minutes late. This was you having an issue with me from the moment you saw me walk into that terminal mm-hmm. without even knowing me. Do you think um, in a certain aspect that... We have an air of arrogance about us that they or do they think we have an air of arrogance about us? Americans get a bad rep over around the world because Americans are, for the most part, the only country that'll tell you they're the greatest country in the world. Uh huh. How would you feel if somebody came to your job every day and said, I'm the greatest person here? Yeah. And you would die without me. That's why that's why we get a bad rep, because we don't really push that. We don't. We don't. We don't but push I feel that. like. I still would help another black person. Regardless. Me too. So, Jake just highlighted the good point. Uh, at the Labor Day parade, West Indians will blame black Americans for all the violence that occurs during that weekend. Which is absolutely ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Like, seriously. We are all the same group of people. The only thing that separated us is a boat stop. That's it. That's but it. They didn't, um, like the people who do things at the West Indian, they pray are from all over. They it's from not, all it's over. Not it's just not American just, black people. You think people. it's just American black people going and just, what? Yeah, no, nah, it's not that. It's everybody. It's not I'm, that. I'm sure there's West Indian shooting people too. But here's why I think that um, we say that we don't have the type of unity, uh, specifically around like black businesses. Mm-hmm. I think it's because we just don't have the infrastructure. Yeah, we don't have the... It's not pushed enough. So we don't really know that it's out there. Like, if I want to find a black business that sells, I don't know anything. I have to really do some heavy-duty searching. I have to really start um, asking people. I got to do a lot of research to find a a, a black-owned business for something that I'm looking for. Yeah, because the type of businesses that we have... We don't really have a lot of businesses for everyday things. We have right. we have businesses for say some clothes, mm-hmm. certain things, specific specialty things. We don't have like supermarkets. We don't have banks. We don't have laundromats and things right. like that. So to support a black owned business, that's real. You got to really sometimes kind of go out of your way to support a black owned business. Because I I don't have any. Like the only black owned business I really know about is like restaurants and stuff like that, bars. Barbershops. Barbershops to, you know, openly walk into and, and frequent. Mm-hmm. Everything else is, is online for the most part. That's a good point. We so, don't have a community of, of business. Yeah, right. So it's like we don't... 
If you don't have the information or the knowledge to find this business, how are you going to be able to support it? Yeah. So that makes sense. But I still feel like overall, there's still an issue. An issue? Like, what do you mean an issue? Just... You're not from where I'm from, so therefore we're different. So therefore we're competitors. I I feel what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I feel what you're saying. I I think that that's... You know, the way our society is set up, (laughs) it's like there's a limited number of resources for all of us. Mm -hmm. So naturally, I feel that if you're not quote-unquote woke yeah right and you don't acknowledge the type of society that we live in and you don't acknowledge the fact that we have to work together and we're all in this together you're gonna have that dog eat dog type of mentality where it's either me or you Mm -hmm. i'm i'm gonna be doing my thing and if if you doing your thing that means that's taken away from my shine which is ridiculous that's the slave mentality to me that's fat so a Benny just um, said, one time I was with my cousin and she hit the back of a lady car who stopped short. When a lady got out, she saw my cousin's Jamaican flag in the car and was like, no worries. We don't need to call the police. You're Jamaican like me. We can handle this ourselves. <laughs> I mean, so you so- mean to tell me <laughs> if this person was, I don't know, anything, any, anything, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be able to handle it yourself? Why? What's the difference? What's the difference? I mean, I feel you. <laughs> like, what's the... No, seriously. Why wouldn't this person be able to handle, handle conflict like adults without getting the law involved only because you're from the same country? That doesn't make sense to me. That's the type of unity that you need, though. I respect that. I don't. Why? Because you're only loyal to the people from the island that you're from. What about the people from somewhere else who look just like you? But I mean, that doesn't mean that if the person wasn't Jamaican that they wouldn't have did the same thing. Well, she said, I think you're Jamaican like me. We can handle this ourselves. I think that that just added a little bit extra to it. Because like I'll go somewhere and I'll be like, oh, you from Brooklyn. Like you already cool with me, but now you're from Brooklyn. So now we extra cool. If I'm somewhere abroad. So you think that in that particular instance, if the Jamaican hit someone who was black American, she would have said, you're black. We can handle this ourselves. You think so? Maybe. I'm, I, maybe. Maybe. So, I'm not going to count that. I'm not going to count that out. I'm not going to count that I out. I am counting <laughs> it out for sure because it's a problem. It's a, it's a nationalism problem that's separating us from becoming the united group of people that we have the potential to be yeah it's not a sense of whole community when it comes to other black nations which is what i'm trying to understand why can't we get there is it ignorance it's it's ignorance it's lack of education it's um society it's the language and words that we use like for example when i say language the fact that we call ourselves minorities when we're really the majority Mm -hmm is mind-boggling to me and i even catch myself using minority because it's just the word that's that that's used but we're not minorities you know what i mean if you if you total up global population we're the majority by a landslide so it's a divide and conquer type of situation (laughs) where now we're in this we're, we're tribal we're national and we don't see ourselves as one we see ourselves as separate and you know we just fall victim to that right so jake said just because someone lives in the same area as you doesn't make them trustworthy it doesn't that's true so you think that you helping this jamaican out they could scam you they could (laughs) just because exactly and you were so quick to be so loyal to your country and whatnot that you got scammed now Let me just try to figure out what you're, what you're trying to say, though. Like, you saying she shouldn't have did it? She should have t- took the insurance and all that? No. What I'm saying is, don't... 
let because she comes from the same place as you be the reason why you go through insurance. Go yeah, through sure. insurance because I mean, don't go through insurance because you don't want to go and you would rather just handle it like adults. Because now you're just assuming that somebody who's not Jamaican, you wouldn't be able to handle it yourself with them. That's what I took from that story. I feel you. So, I think that there needs to be lots of conversations had. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like when you take away their nationalism, I guess in their mind, you're kind of stripping them of their identity. So, if you tell, let's say, somebody from Ghana... Oh, you're just black. Uh -huh. In their mind, you're taking away their nationality and their culture and all of that. I can res I in some ways I res in a lot of ways I respect that. Because black, right, the more I research this is just the flavor of the day for what we're currently called, right? Yeah. So we weren't always called black, so mm -hmm. to speak in this country like there was negro, there was colored, mm -hmm. so on and so forth. So I feel like when it comes to that term in certain regions, certain people, certain places that it's like, yeah, I'm black, but I'm actually this. I have a nationality. I have a country. I have a homeland. Okay. And it's okay for you to be proud of your homeland. It's mm -hmm. okay for you to be loyal to where you come from. Right. However... Don't get that confused with the fact that me and you are still the same. Right, 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 In right. In your right. conqueror's eyes, right. we are the same. Right. That's where the that's where the mix up comes from, and then we end up fighting over words when, in all actuality, we're the same. Like you, hit, you this problem is prevalent the most, I think, at least from my experience with um, Dominicans. Where man, that group of people. Where you know they just you know, nah, I'm not, I'm not black. <laughs> <laughs> and mind you, and I got Dominican friends mm -hmm. who they acknowledge that they black and they don't call themselves anything else. Mm -hmm. But there will be some Dominicans who are dark black in complexion, thick, nappy afro mm -hmm. on their head. Nah, I'm not black. So yeah. then, what are you, sir? I think, I think that that comes from I think part of that comes from um, them identifying black with African American and then part of it is probably also self-hate mm -hmm. I'm going to go with self-hate for 500 you need a buzzer for that <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with self-hate for 500 but why do you think black people from different parts of the world can view each other negatively because i feel like i think um west kind of touched on this on a, on, a, on a previous episode of his show mm -hmm. that some africans believe that african americans are lazy or you know some west indians will think that black americans are lazy as well and then you got some african americans who believe that West Indians are, you know, they steal, they, 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 they abuse. Like, I, I've heard it all. I've heard uh -huh. all stereotypes from all different groups of black people. Why? What y'all think? Why do we do this to each other on the live stream? Do y'all, have y'all seen this? Is it just me? Have you ever heard somebody who is black just like you, similar skin color just like you, similar hair just like you, and then want to talk bad about you because of the place that you were born in as if that kind of separates you why do you think this happens i think it happens because it's a lack <clears throat> of education we we just don't know our history and if we really knew really 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 knew mm -hmm. i accepted it as the truth and knew our history we wouldn't be like this we wouldn't be as disjointed we would know that at the end of the day we have common ancestors and we came from the same cultures mm -hmm. and that all of this you know i'm from this region i'm from that region is really just how we branched out and grew but we still the same mm -hmm. franklin said that they're trying to fit into white society for acceptance what's up franklin that's why some of them do it hey franklin try, um, to, try to win favor yeah. 
They want to be master's favorite. Mm. Loyalty to the conqueror. Meanwhile, your conqueror don't see no difference between you and me. You're just a... Mm. Um, you're just another asset. Mm-hmm. You're not a part of this thing that they're building. This thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... Even before I got educated, even before I became more conscious, I still feel like even as a kid, I didn't treat other groups of black people differently. No. I don't ever remember looking down on West Indians or Africans. or I never looked down on them. No. It's a certain space you got to be in. Yeah. So I don't, <clears throat> I don't think it's necessarily the education because I got the same education as them. I just never treated them differently. We weren't raised that way. Because I've met people whose parents have instilled in them that black Americans are a certain way. Oh, so you think this is this is learned behavior? It has to be. You can't you can't teach hate. You can't teach dis that that's you can't teach a group you can't teach someone to not like someone off of just where they're from. So y'all on the live stream, y'all agree with Derek? Like y'all think this is something that's been taught to them? Like these stereotypes have kind of been embedded in their brain? I, I never, ha- I mean, I've heard the stereotypes, but they were never, I don't think they were, were they, were they taught to us? I don't think so. Nah, that's just how I've we I've always raised heard them. black growing up. I've heard, the, the only thing I've heard that's derogatory, but you know how it is. Yeah, I heard African booty scratcher. I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard that. And it was it was funny back then, but in my mind, in my mind, when I mm-hmm. heard it, or if I ever did say it, I don't remember saying it, but if mm-hmm. I ever did, it was never in a way of malice. It was never because I thought that I was better than them. Yeah. Or or anything like that. But I felt like there were people who felt like they were better or who felt like, you know, Africans were beneath them or they were dirty or whatever. You know, I've heard, I've, I've literally heard it all. Me too. So I, but I think that's the imagery that. that's pushed towards us because I didn't know up until, you know, maybe like high school, really, that Africa was beautiful. Like all mm-hmm. I knew of Africa as a kid from what they showed us in school <laughs> Is huts. slums, huts, <laughs> tribe tribes in the jungle, and plains, and then you know you got Egypt. I I didn't know that Africa was this dope ass continent. Africa is beautiful, with, with, and I only saw like piece, like small pieces of it. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to get into Africa proper. I've only been to North Africa. Right. So I didn't learn about Africa really until I, you know started traveling and just speaking to other travelers looking at their phones I'm like wow that's in africa africa got beaches yeah <laughs> yeah africa we, is beautiful we didn't see you would never those, you would never know right so all we saw was like you said you know people in shackles lions you know people hunting lions for food and yeah. you know people the, na- men and women naked roaming the jungle we yeah stuff stuff like that and this goes to the fact that and I always say this, if, if they can't treat you right, what makes you think that they could teach you right? So it's yeah. always important for us to do our own independent research and to study the world for ourselves because they're going to hide things from us. They are. Just ba- even if it's not intentional sometimes, because this is a Eurocentric society and everything mm-hmm. is based on colonialism and we're building from that. We're not building from an Afrocentric point of view. So they're not going to tell us our history where we come from what we're about what our motherland is about they're gonna tell us about how we're supposed to assimilate with this with these colonies that are that are growing and that's where you think the the reason for the division is yeah because like we don't we're not ourselves so to speak we haven't mentally and spiritually returned home we're americans we are. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're, we're just getting into this space. And I think that there's a lot of dope shit happening. It is. There's a lot of dope that's shit That's really happening. motivating us to love ourselves and be like, mm-hmm. yo, we're black. Mm-hmm. 
And everything we do, we're going to do it the black way. And fucking proud. Right? Proud of, <laughs> of who we are. And we're accepting the fact that we're different. Mm-hmm. I think now we're getting into that. But before we were in this space where we got to be American. We got to live the way that we were supposedly taught. But we're making this new culture. It's this new movement mm-hmm. that's happening. So, Jay Broman said, a lot of people put me down from black friends cut me out just because I took a different way of living. So what's your nationality? Are what's, you... Yeah, what's that different way of living? Are you um, American, West Indian? Are you African? Where, what, what country are you, are you from? Because I'm curious to know. A, I'm curious to know where you're from. And B, the people who criticize you or put you down or cut you off, where are they from? Are they from the same place as you? Or are they from a different place? Because I'm just trying to figure out, is this, is this a nationalism thing? Is it a, a classism thing? Classism? Is it, is it a colorism thing? Like, mm. is it all three? <laughs> it's... Somebody got to help me understand. Because, again, I don't think like this. I don't see light-skinned people any different. I don't. From dark-skinned people. As the days go on, I I get a clearer understanding of things, too. I understand that we're all different, yet still the same. So that colorism stuff... The thing is, I want to know why other people, or at least this is how I feel, other people may think like this, because I don't see it. I'm past that. I am past that. I'm in this different space that I've been in for a minute, and Mm -hmm. I just don't play that light skin dark skin stuff yeah it, it doesn't exist in my mind it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't exist in my mind at all but for some people it's life is really their way of life i know and it's like how did you get there and why are you still there with all of this knowledge that's available now why do you think that <sighs> loyal to the conqueror man simple as that right yes that's it Simple as that. Stockholm Syndrome. You, you, yeah. you loyal to your abuser. PTSD. A lot of people are loyal to their abusers. So that's all I think it is. I don't think it's anything else other than being loyal to your conqueror. You think you'll lose some favor in your career. It's, it, it's, it's, it's all about money, mm-hmm. right? What you can attain, what you can achieve. So you think people feel like they'll lose some favor in their career or in some circles that they're in if they accept who they are? Yes. That shit sound crazy. It sounds crazy to us, but it's true. Think about it. What other reason did that woman at that ferry have to not let me on other than I was American? Um, Remember, she started smiling, so she 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 took some joy in this. It wasn't even a situation where like her hands were tied and there was nothing else that she could do or something like that. She could have, and she chose not to. She was just like, no. What other reason could there have been other than you're American, I'm Saint Lucian, we not the same, you stuck here now. <laughs> Like, what other reason could there have been? That's a fact. What other reason could there have been? Do y'all know on live stream, what other reason could she have had to treat me that way? It can't just be because she was doing her job because you're saying mm-hmm. that she was smiling. She was smiling. And then, like I said, there was a line of people. So, like I said, when I got there, there was at least 20 people online waiting to... Um, board the ferry mm-hmm. So I can understand if everybody was boarded If the doors were closed Then I'll be like alright I see why there's nothing you could do But there's mad people here You have time And all you gotta do is just stamp my ticket And take my 15 US dollars Or something like that and let right. me go right. It's not like a It's not like an airplane process Right It, wasn't it was that. just stamp and go Yeah, And I was the only one standing there so she kind of embarrassed you too. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that's embarrassing. But I wasn't having that. I slammed. I opened that door on that girl so fucking fast. Don't try me out here. You, you ready ain't to get physical? Yes. What? I, I black. I was about to go to jail. You about to throw the hands? They. <laughs> she's she's about to catch a fade. Grabbed me up. I was hoping I hit her with the door. 
Mm. I wanted to hit her with the door just just because. But you know. Right. What else is happening? It's What's going on live stream? What's up, y'all? Said, hey Marv, so Marv said they feel you have it all so they can knock you back. Right. So Marv Marv, from what I know, is, is Haitian. Marv, Correct is me Haitian. Wrong, Marv is Haitian. So right. as someone who's not American, you know, right. as someone who's not, yeah, someone yeah. who's not from the United States, who's, mm-hmm. whose direct lineage is not from the United States, what do you think about um, the division between black people from different parts of the world, specifically United States versus Caribbean islands versus African right. nations? Yeah. I know Marv got some insight. Right. And I'm sure, Marv, you probably had people on your end criticize black Americans and I'm pretty sure you've had black Americans criticize Haitians you know why and as far as you know Daniel just said hey Daniel that she wanted to be mean she was jealous because in other countries especially you know poorer countries I could see that they feel that Americans are rich I could see that but it's like no. Yeah, you out here in St. Lucia hopping on a ferry, all these white people. You got some paper. <laughs> you think you all that. First of all, the ferry was mad cheap. I you, got the ticket on sale. You think, I got this whole trip on sale, you, sis. You think you all that. <laughs> I'm a budget traveler. Like, I do this for the love. You think you all that coming to this country. Who you think you are coming to my country late? <laughs> Two minutes yeah. late at that. Trying to get on my boat. <laughs> So mom said Caribbean people feel black Americans don't take advantage of their opportunities. I've heard that. How? Where is this coming? And I've heard it too. Where are y'all getting this from? I don't know. I take advantage of my opportunities. I took full advantage. <laughs> I'll be playing. Yeah. I think that a lot of Caribbean Americans, when they come to the United States, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, they come to the cities. And in the cities, specifically the inner cities... There's a lot of poor black people. And especially in New York City, a lot of black people live in the projects. This is something mm-hmm. that they set up in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. So if their impression of black Americans are those people, obviously, they, obviously they're going to feel that. But that's not a majority of us. That's not the norm. Mm-hmm. That's a specific, unique situation that you, visit, that you see when you come into these big cities. So I can understand that, but I think that that's misguided. It's very misguided. Yeah. And it's totally far off. It is far off, but I, but I get it. I get it. Because I don't automatically assume that people from... That's like us assuming that people from European countries like France are all rich. Right. I don't think that. I think mm-hmm. there's poor people. Everywhere. There's poor people everywhere. Even but in the richest parts of the world. They get the impression that black people are poor in the United States. Just like there's stereotypes about Hispanic people. Who gets those impressions? Caribbeans? Caribbeans, yeah. That we come here and we don't want to work. We don't want to go to school. We don't want to start businesses. We don't want to do things. So how do you think we got here? What do you think we're doing here? Just, li- just we living off the government. Just, just waking up. Yeah, we just, just living. Li- we living check to check. We not living our- for free. Yeah, we drinking, we smoking. Who told y'all this? We partying. Moth, who told them this? That's true. Who told you? Where, 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 where do you get this from? And if anybody is um comes from any African countries, I've heard that they feel the same way about Black Americans. So. Again, where are y'all getting this from? I don't know. Wait, wait, I mean, are y'all watching something on TV? Are y'all are y'all reading something on, yeah, on wait, the internet? Who's, yeah, who's teaching y'all who's, this that y'all think? Is it music? I don't think our music, music doesn't depict us to be poor. Our music depicts us to be ignorant and lazy. Lazy? Ignorant, yes. Lazy, Ignorant, lazy sure. in a sense that <laughs> lazy for work, not lazy for turning up and doing ignorant things. 
We always got time to party. Always got time to party. We always got time to drink and smoke. We always got time to rob and steal. <sighs> we always got time to be disrespectful. We just don't have time to do what's right. So you think American, black American music is helping to enforce stereotypes of black American people Hell to yeah. non-black American people. Hell you might be yeah. on to something. What y'all think about that? Let's Hell let's yeah. let's raise that. It, inf- it influences us of what we think of each other. Um I don't think that that's what they think though. I don't think that Caribbean people who think like this are listening to future and saying that's how we all are (laughs) (laughs) i think that it's influencing them though you think so to where this is what they like because again this is how they act this is this is what they want to do this is how they want to live their life this is what they aspire to be but see when i hear again caribbean music ain't the best music either they don't say the nicest things about each other either. No, and no. I still don't stereotype them. Like, I don't look at them the way I look at Vibes Cartel. And he's a murderer. Yeah. Cold-blooded. So, so that's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm not letting y'all music depict a negative image of y'all, why are y'all letting this music depict a negative image of us? Hmm. That's an interesting question. That doesn't make sense. So Marv said, it seems like there's, back yeah. to the uh, black the- Americans being lazy, mm-hmm. it just seems like there's a large number, there's a large number of black Americans while we were growing up who just enjoyed themselves more while the immigrant kids were trying hard in school. Really? I can see that. I tried pretty hard in school, Marv. <laughs> like, mm. I got good grades. Yeah, we, we- we we got a higher education. We worked hard. Like I didn't. But I understand. Um, me and more diamond. That's that's Shani. What up, Shani? Um, I think every culture thinks us Black Americans are beneath every other culture, and we had mentioned that earlier. I think so too. I think they feel like we're on the bottom of the totem pole, even though we have. I think they feel like we have the most opportunities, but we're mm-hmm. just we're we're just. Not it. Yeah. They think that they think that if they were American, mm-hmm. that it would be different here. So Dan just joined. Hey, Danny. Dan's one of my closest friends, and he's actually Jamaican. Uh huh. And um, his mom, you know, his parents are Jamaican. His family, all West Indian. Mm-hmm. They treat me like I'm one of them. Right. They are so nice to me. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's not. Everybody, but you know, Dan, if, if you're still there, do you have you heard these negative stereotypes from Jamaicans to Black Americans, or vice versa? Because again, his family doesn't treat me like I'm an outsider. Mm-hmm. They treat me as if I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, where were they getting it? Obviously, they wasn't getting the same memos that other West Indians were getting, right? Or that other Africans were getting. So right. it's like. I don't know. I don't, I don't, somebody please help me understand. And his parents are very Jamaican. Like, they not, like, you know, you know how you got some Jamaicans yeah. that's like kind of Jamaican. His family nah, they is mad Jamaican. Mad Jamaican. Yeah. <laughs> they mad Jamaican. Jamaican. Exactly. And um, they show me so much love. So. I, I be feeling, Danny said, loves you. I told you your hair was dope. Damn, my hair looks a mess, but thank but you. <laughs> Marv said not music, but imagery. And that's what I wanted. Uh, that's what I was alluding to. It's the imagery that we put out of us. We don't put out enough imagery of black excellence. We just we just don't. But neither do they. But they put out imagery of them working. Like, either they're in the struggle or they're trying to get up out the struggle. We'll put up something of us popping. Not not even us putting up something. I'm thinking the, yeah. the mainstream the imagery, in, the mainstream imagery is drugs, alcohol, sports, entertainment, sex. Okay, so I get it. So you think that they think that they see that and assume that that's what we all about. That's what we aspire to be. And that's... 
that's our ceiling that we're looking, that's our ceiling here and that's what we're trying to attain. We don't want to get into business. We don't want to get into health. We don't want to get into other services, banking and things like that to where we run it and maintain it and own it. You feel me? And they do. And they do. They want to get into more more of the everyday type of industries and we just want to sit back and be entertainers. Okay. <laughs> so then again, why are other groups of West Indians like for example Marv and Danny, why are they not why are their people or their family not feeding into these things? I think that cuz they I, everybody's not feeding into it. I think it's changing. <clears throat> You think it's changing? I think it's shifting. Um, it def- It is. It is changing for the better. A lot more people are realizing that we've been had and that what you see on television and what's pushed is not real. Um, and that once you start assimilating with us and living with us and being around us and working with us, you see that we're all about the same things. Right. And they don't push that on their children or, or in their families and communities that these are the types of people you need to stay away from as where they may have in the past. Okay. So Marv made a good point again. So I don't like dividing by culture. Any black win is a win for us all. So for, for a Haitian to say that, that, you know, any black person who wins, we all win. That's a fact. And that's how I see it too. But then again, you got others who will be like that lazy fact. American. I know. Um, <laughs> I was listening to a Dr. CB speech mm-hmm. and Dr. CB was like, because, you know, we all know about the court, the, the court cases where he proven that he cured AIDS and things like that with herbs. Yeah. So he was like, yo, why are y'all saying Dr. CB is doing this. Why are y'all saying that? You're supposed to be saying black people are curing AIDS. Black people are curing herpes. Mm-hmm. He said if it was a, a man in China and he was curing AIDS, you would say, yo, the Chinese people are curing AIDS. Or if it was a man in Russia, you'd be like, yo, go to Russia. They're curing AIDS in Russia. <laughs> so why are you saying, Dr. Sebi, you're supposed to say black people are doing this. This is what black people are doing. Mm-hmm. And Marv brought up that point by saying, yo, um, a win is a win. And that's how we got to start looking at it. We can't look at it like, yo, this one person is doing this. Every person who gets ahead opens the door for all of us. Exactly. So we all win. So speaking of us getting ahead, how do we bridge this gap? Because there is a gap. Moments like this? You think it's just a matter of conversation? Yeah. Everybody should be talking to each other. That's that's where I lack. I don't have the patience to be talking to these people. You talking to them now? No, but these are people that I like. Like, I know them. <laughs> so it's like, it's easy to talk to people like Anne. What's up, Anne? And Marv and Danny and Daniel and Benny. Like, I know these people. I could talk to them. Right. But you can't talk to all of these people. Because some of them are just not ready to listen. And you got to really have a level of patience to where you're ready, where, where you're willing to put in the time and effort to get them to understand. I'm sorry I'm not there yet. You can't save the world. Right, but I don't want to save nobody. I mean, I'm the one too. that'll tell you, you know, you loyal to the conqueror as coon. Get out of my face. Mm. Whereas you would rather sit and educate. I'm not doing that. Sorry, I sh- maybe that's wrong. <laughs> I should have. Yeah, you some you type just fed up. Page. Yes, I'm over it. You get fed up. I'm quick. over it. I'm ready to tell all of y'all off if y'all think that we different. I'm I'm be like, mm. yeah, ask a white person. That's, that's what you say anyway. It's not even you ready. That's what you be saying. That's my response <laughs> because I don't have the patience. Am I wrong, y'all, for not having the patience? Thank you, Anne. She has love my hair too. My hair looks a mess. Told you it's done. <laughs> Thank you. Am I wrong for not having the patience to want to have these lengthy conversations with people who don't understand? I don't think you're wrong, but I think you just have to understand that not everybody's in a good space. Right. And that the effects of um, 
Stockholm syndrome and Willie Lynch, Willie Lynchism and colorism, all of that stuff is still alive, and some people are still caught in that. So, should we, the ones who do get it, should we try to put some more energy in to getting people to get it? I think it, I think we gotta just show and prove. I mean, if we live our lives a certain way, people are gonna get it. If I live my life a certain way. Once I speak, you're going to listen because mm-hmm. you're going to be like, all right, there's some credibility behind what he's saying because I see yeah. how he's living. If I just come out and just start preaching to people and telling people what to do and saying black this and black that and black this, they're going to be like, get out of here. I'm West Indian. I'm better. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm, I'm from this We're country. We're not the same. Yeah, we're not the same. Who are you? So you think that we should show by our accomplishments and then just kind of make it clear like... This is yeah. for us. Yeah. And plus, when you really think about it, like look at our circles. We deal with so many different types of people from mm-hmm. all walks of life. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not like we're living in that tribal type of that tribal type of life. You know, we, we're doing our thing and, and we share and we share the love. Mm-hmm. But we really got to be on our black excellence shit. Like it's enough of us. Being the butt of jokes is enough. enough of us being looked at as ignorant. It's enough of us being looked at as less than. Mm-hmm. It's enough of us. I'm over it. Being manipulated. It's mm-hmm. enough of us being taken advantage of and allowing ourselves to be taken advantage of, specifically for money. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I hate using the N word. I've really been trying to, but niggas will do anything for a fucking check, mm-hmm. and we gotta <laughs> stop that. And for likes and shares, for likes and to go comments viral. and shares going viral <laughs> is a problem. We yeah. gotta fucking wake up and stop playing these games because they not playing games. They not playing games. They, they really not. Nobody's playing a game but us. We the only <laughs> ones playing games, laughing and joking and 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 just being silly. Like, and that's not all of us. It's not. But we got to make sure that we really start pushing this black excellence wave. Yeah, we have to. So let's get to the live stream. We got some uh, good points that was made. Hi, Maurice. Um, Jason said we need to just help each other. Stop looking at who's Haitian, Jamaican, and so on. That's the a same fact. Who's from where, like Harlem and Brooklyn. We're all the same. That's a fact. Totally agree. I mean, again, to highlight... I, under, I acknowledge that there are people from Haiti, Jamaica. I get it. Be mm-hmm. proud of where you're from. But at the same time, don't let it separate you from the fact that you are still the same person as me. Right. So um, who else? Uh, Abeni said once they see the changes, then they'll be able to believe it. Alan said it might not be their time to receive. It might not true. be they sound received. Right. Which is I don't I, I don't I don't got the patience. Everybody wakes up in their in their own time. Mm-hmm. Every you know everybody's on their own path. Yeah. So you know what I, mean? I mean, everybody is on their own path. But the more we get on the same page, mm-hmm. the better off we'll be. So once we start, like you said, pushing the whole. Black excellence agenda. We really got to push yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And again, because it's Black History Month, we can't just let all of the amazing things that black people are doing right now in 2018 go unnoticed. Right. So there are so many entrepreneurs starting right. all these types of great businesses, yep. breaking all these records. So Mad records. Whenever you guys see anything, especially this month, Anything positive yeah. about black people, start sharing it. I'm going to start doing it too. Yeah. And even though it may not come up directly on my feed, guess what? I'm going to start Googling stuff. I think I'm going to do that I'm too. I'm going to find it. I'm, I'm going to go on Pinterest. I'm going to go on Twitter. There is stuff out there that's just not being It's mad pushed. stuff. All I'm seeing is world star this and, yeah. you know... Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But get World Star out of here. Get World Star out of here. You're so stupid. Get it out of here. And dead ass, man, I mean we get and I don't even like shitting on other platforms, but get the shade room out of here. Get baller alert out of here. Get no way out of here. You gotta man. be fair. 
because the shade room does share some positivity. They do. They do. But then they'll share woman slaps daughter in the face for not <laughs> dancing the right way. Should she? Is she wrong? Shut like, up. Come on. I wouldn't say get the shade room out of here. Shout out to the shade room. I like the shade room. <laughs> but no, because I do see there were some dope things that I saw that they were sharing, particularly about black people that I didn't even know about. Let's make it more of that. More of that. That more has to be that. the norm. That can't be like, oh, I saw something on that. has to be the norm. So like, you think it should be more positivity? Way shared, more positivity. Shared. Overall, way more positivity. We got to collectively raise the vibration of all of us. We got to all uplift each other because once you bring negativity into the conversation, that affects everybody because we're all connected. It ruins everybody's mood. Yeah, we're you in, know, we're in this together. Defensive. We're in this together. We are in it together. And that's what I wish that she understood at that ferry deck. Yeah, we are the same mm. at the end of the day. So. How much time we got? Um, we're at an hour and three minutes. We overtime? Yeah. I didn't realize that. That was that was quick. Yeah, we rocking. So, you know, I'm going to make it my business because I'm, I'm not just going to talk about it. I'm going to. And then we should share it on the Blueprint page, too. Um, like all these positive things that's going yeah. on in our community. People breaking records. There was this um, um, one of my close friends shared an article with me about, I think it was like the top 20 black entrepreneurs. And I never heard of any of them. Right. There was not one that I recognized, not right. one of their businesses I heard of. And I was just reading all these. I read every single one. I'm like, yo, this is dope. It is. Why am I not seeing this? Share that. I'm going to find Share that it. on a blueprint page. It's in the text message. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to it tonight and we're going to post it tomorrow because it was some dope people that I was reading about. I'm like, who are these people? Where can I find them? What are they? Right. You, I don't see stuff like that on Facebook. No, nah, you don't. I don't see stuff like that you on don't. Instagram. Shout out to my big brother, Anthony Pizzle. What's good, family? Hey. Um, Vic Scar. Kids want to know. Check out his. Um, yes. Check out Kids Want to Know. That is his... Son, he's so adorable. Sincere is so cute. Vince, not you, but yeah. when's that blueprint episode? When's that blueprint interview dropping? Yeah, man? we need we need to do that. They did a quick one on me, but I was not prepared. I looked yeah. ugly. I looked fat that day. We got to do it over. So, um, Vic, type in the information in the comments so people can check y'all out, mm -hmm. so y'all can see what's going on. And um, we got some. It's a lot of dope things going on. Melsha, my friend from junior high school just joined. She hosts a, um, oh, what's it called? To, uh, it's, a, it's a class that mm -hmm. she hosts every Wednesday. Melsha, if you're in the comments, tell us about it because I do see it. I just never get a chance to share it. But she hosts like, um, I think it's like a rehab class or mm -hmm. um, something where like, maybe it's CPR training or something along those lines. Like mm -hmm. everybody black that I know is doing something dope. They're starting businesses. They're, 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 they're coming up with ideas. I know that, um, Jake who was on the live stream earlier is a good cook. He's always Word. posting all his foods and stuff like that. Like, there's so many We're doing a lot of dope stuff. We, we got the travel blog going. Our friend Tamika is a professor at Baruch now. Exactly. Like we, and she's what, 28 or something mad. like that. Like, Tamika's yeah, mad like, young. Yeah. Exactly. And, and she, and on top of being an adjunct professor as, as a Baruch, she, she's also into marketing. Yeah. She, she has her own private clients, her own private business. She don't work for nobody. Black people are killing it out here. Magic. Right, exactly. So Melsha just cleared it up. It's an overdose prevention class once a month in the community. Why are we not seeing stuff like this? Melsha, next time you po post Be it so I can share it. Because please. the lust and the thirst for going <laughs> viral trumps positive things. You need shock value. And that's what drives activity to your page. That's If you want to promote something, you need something that's going to quickly hit people. And somehow it's morphed into this cesspool of negativity in order to go viral. Um, but that's changing. Because changing. when you really think about it, right? There's no black wealth. We, we didn't have any wealth. There's very few families. If I think I saw something where it's like only 1% mm -hmm. of um, 
let, let me not get here lying about stats, but it's not a lot of black money out there yeah. as far as wealth goes. We have mm-hmm. buying power, but we don't have wealth or residual wealth. We're really the first generation that has an opportunity to truly do that. And the people who have money are really the first generation out of poverty in their circles to where they can now pass things on to their children. And we got to start thinking on that wave. Think about the Rockefellers, the Carnegies, the Kennedys, the Morgans and all of that. They got old money. Old money. We need to start thinking like that to where it's bigger than us. It's not just us right now trying to get a bag and doing what we got to do. Trying to get a bag. You know, it's about about building a foundation for something that's going to last for a long time. And if you want to talk about the rent, I got that's my that's my reasoning behind the rent conversation. But you know that's another that's another topic. Maybe. Please don't talk about the rent. I don't want yeah. to talk about the rent tonight. This was a good conversation. It was. What did we learn today? Um, I learned that we're all one and we're all in this together. And if one of us wins, we all win. If one of us loses, we all lose. I agree to that. And we all lose if if we feud with each other and if we're at odds. Because mm-hmm. that's all we've been doing. It's, it's divide of, and conquer 101 if we, if we let that happen. All of, all of the feuding and all of the competing and all of the dragging each other has got us absolutely nowhere. We need to do something different. We need to yep. promote positivity, as much positivity as possible. We need to live positive lives. Stop sharing all that negative stuff on my feed. I'm going to start deleting y'all. If I see you sharing all of these fighting videos and, you know, people getting arrested and all of that. I I just unfollow. Stop. Yeah, stop, stop, stop showing me that at the yeah. end of the day. I don't want to hear it no more. I don't want to yeah. see it. I don't want to know nothing about it. I'm not even, I'm, 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 in, I'm in a whole different space. If you're not talking about unity, positivity, bringing us together, yeah. how we all going to win, I'm really not interested. Yeah. So on that note, the Blueprint Live on iTunes, the yes. Blueprint Live on SoundCloud, like it, share it, tell a friend, leave us a review, like the Facebook page, share this video if you liked what you saw uh-huh. tonight. We appreciate y'all tuning in with us. Mm-hmm. We are back. We're not here next week, right? We are. We are? Why are we not here? It's Valentine's oh, it's Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah. Yo, you want to do like a Tuesday special or Thursday special? We, we could, could do that. Yeah, yeah we could do that. You know, Valentine's Day, y'all all gonna be out with y'all dates. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got a date. This guy got. <laughs> this guy got a date, but he ain't got no damn cable. <laughs> we will see y'all next yeah. week. This is the Blueprint Live. Bye, guys. Right, later, y'all.